Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. This podcast feels like it's going to be, I guess it will be a journal entry. See, I really don't have an affection for journal writing. I know it's so contrary, isn't it? I mean, we're in a world and I teach people write in your journal, but there are so many people that thrive in that space of taking pen to paper and they just are able to like let things flow out of them so beautifully. And I just, I, I, I aspire to have more of that in my life, but it just doesn't call me in. There's nothing that really attracts me to that. And I remember talking to my breath coach around that and saying, you know, like, I just wish I was somebody who wrote in journals. Like I tell people to do it, but I don't, I don't feel it. She's like, you journal. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I really don't, Kai. She's like, yes, you do. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, have you read your social media posts? Have you listened to your podcast? I mean, I read your social posts and listen to your podcast. And she said all of that, and especially because I know you and I know you because this is the place where you share your most intimate details and and thoughts and beliefs. It absolutely is. And, and they are your journal entries. And I really loved that because I don't know if I ever viewed it that way or acknowledged it in that way. And it felt really good because I was like, it's true. I... I really pour myself out and and people will often ask me like, do you really write all your captions, all of the articles in the magazine? You Do you have like all of your podcasts scripted? I mean, it's almost like they're, they're cynical that I do it. And I'm like, yes, I do. It is a massive creative outlet for me. It is thoroughly enjoyable. And I'll never say never because I don't know what the future holds, but I don't foresee myself ever not participating in my business and the creation of my business that way it it to me is soothing it holds me highly accountable to reading books and getting curious around my thoughts and contemplating concepts and so the way I do that the way I process I'm very much a verbal processor ask anybody who's on Voxer with me I would never do well with a mentor who's like, you need to keep your Voxers under two minutes. I'd be like, I, we're not going to we're not going to be together. We're, we're never going to be married because that's not going to happen. I'm a verbal processor. I need to get these things out. And it's not even that I need somebody to respond sometimes, but I definitely need to get things out. And that's how I do it, whereas some people do it through journals. So reining this in, this is very much a journal entry that I am processing alongside of you. So with your permission and grace and understanding and compassion, I don't know where this podcast is going, 
but I feel really compelled to host it. So I'm going to do it. And probably because I'm, I'm a little bit in the mess still. I feel like I've straddled the other side of starting to understand why everything happened the way it happened, but I still have one foot over the other side. I'm crossing the threshold. <laughs> I like using that word. That was a really great program I ran two weeks ago, but I'm still crossing that threshold. So 2024 opens up. And I would say it was very near the end of 2023. I don't know the exact date where I love to set intentionality around everything I do. I mean, when people who know me or people who live with me, my family, the closest people to me, my clients, everybody can attest to how highly intentional I am about everything. When you're having dinner at my house, that table is set like royalty is showing up for dinner. I have candles lit, fresh flat. I mean, everything in my space is set up to be beautiful and to create beauty and luxury and that feeling of like pleasure. The things I say, the words I use, I'm highly intentional around my messaging and how I'm expressing my thoughts the way I I run relationships and my business, I am just uber focused on intentionality. So what I do is I choose a word. I know this is not abnormal. Most of us choose a word for the year, but I, I marry that word to an intention. I actually, rather than call it the word of the year, I like to call it my intention of the year, which is a word But again, a word doesn't have a lot of significance and meaning. And I talked about this in Threshold for those of you who are in the room. But that is really, I think, an important little switch or addition to the potency of that word you choose for the year. Rather than it just be a word, deepen it for yourself, become attached and like anchor it in by creating it as an intention. So late last year, it was not coming to me. I was like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm just not landing on a word like or an intention. Nothing really seems to be popping up. And when I know, I know. So I have to trust in that. But sometimes I feel a little bit of like urgency where it's like, come on, come on. I need to find a word. We're getting to the end of the year. And I just, I was like, ah, Jen, come on. You know better than that. It will come when it's supposed to come. How it came about, where it came about, I don't remember. I remember the moment, but I don't remember where I was. It wasn't that defined, but the word excellence showed up. And I was like, that is it. Like My whole body vibrated to that word. I was like, that's it. It's excellence. And I am even writing the word all capitalized, like that type of excellence, not just excellence with a capital E. It's like every letter in that entire word is capitalized because that is the standard of excellence I desire in every aspect of my life and business in 2024. And friends, I'm not going to lie, that feels like a massive call to action. There is an underlying hum of fear and hesitation, slight hesitation, because that is a pretty big thing to declare, isn't it? I mean, speaking this podcast, it has a level of audacity. I mean, I'm telling you, excellence, which means now your eyes, the way you view me, the lens in which you look at me through 2024 will be, is this of excellence? I know that. I mean, that's okay, but I actually don't mind that accountability. And if it's not of excellence, come tap on my shoulder in a loving, gentle way and say, hey, because I'd love to learn. And the only way to become excellent is to have feedback. So friends, I'm always open to that. Again, please just wrap it with a pretty bow of love because 
you know, cruelty or or crass or kind of like in your face uh, feedback is not my is not my forte. I don't do well with that. <laughs> I like lovey gushy feedback. So anyway, excellence is where it's at. I was so excited. As a matter of fact, I even thought of getting temporary tattoos done. I still might do this with the word excellence to put it on the inside of my wrist because I just felt so like just connected to this word and what it was going to call me into. So when I started to, to really look at it and and what is it in my life that requires excellence, I go back to those pillars of my life. I shared this back in January of 2023. There's the first podcast is around the pillars of your life and business. And those will always be my pillars. I just, those are the five components, aspects of my life that I hold. And so I looked at each of those five pillars for myself and thought, what is excellence? What was really prominent on my mind and spirit was health and vitality and wellness. Excellence and wellness was really what came through. And I had realized that it's that one piece, that one pillar in my life that I so easily cancel on. It's that one pillar in my life that I totally take for granted. It's that one pillar in my life that is like an afterthought and not a fourth thought in my day. And beginning of 2023, I was on it. I had a coach. I was training. I felt so good. Went away on vacation to Mexico for my birthday and it just kind of all fell to the wayside. I say that because again, this is journal entry. So I'm not just going to tell you the pretty parts. I'm going to tell you the parts that maybe aren't so pretty, but I am a human person too that doesn't have it all figured out. And so wellness was really, really prominent. Like I, it was interesting how how loud it was in my mind. Business, I felt like we have set Becoming Iconic up in excellence in 2023. I've done a lot of podcasts and a lot of conversation around this where it was really that year where we pulled back the business in order to fill the gaps, fill the holes, seal things up to have this like world-class client and customer experience. We did that. So I actually believe the excellence is there what I believed in my business was it was now the call in my leadership to be in excellence. And that was really the accountability of being disciplined in the way I show up and the frequency of how I show up and the commitment to showing up and the way I show up through my language, my messages, more, more of me, more behind the scenes, more of what I'm contemplating. I, I wonder if you're even feeling it in the podcast so far this year, if you're feeling a little bit of a shift of maybe it's just a, I feel like it's more anchored. My leadership is more convicted, but then also this, there's more of me. I'm offering more of these insights and these things I'm contemplating and maybe more of like this well-rounded version. I'm, I'm wondering if, if you're sensing that, but that's, that's really what I felt called into my relationships, like excellence in my relationships, 2023, my intention was presence and I feel like I did a much better job than I've ever done, but that is a continuum for me. So the word presence kind of married into excellence. So I, I, I definitely practiced presence in 2023 more than I ever had, but I, I can't say my presence is excellence yet. So it's, you know, not having my phone around when I'm with my children, that would be excellence in my parenting and, and the way I'm parenting, you know, taking more time to have conversations with my husband and, and the 
kind of conversations that are sometimes even uncomfortable rather than bypassing the discomfort or, you know, just avoiding conflict. It's like, what if we actually trusted each other enough that we could have crucial conversations and not agree, but still be really loving to one another? So that is to me excellence in my relationships. And then finances, it was really interesting to to like unfold that like what is that what's excellence in my finances and I knew exactly what that was it was making really big bold moves while also being really good at investing and saving and and savoring wealth so wealth to me and I'm going to do a lot more conversation around this this year but wealth to me is not simply just making the money and saying I made x amount last month I mean that's that's great congratulations but so did I and I had a massive amount of debt and I didn't have two pennies to to rub together so it doesn't mean much excellence and wealth excellence in my finances means that I have an abundance in my accounts, means I'm investing for my future, means that I'm honoring what I have now, but it also means I'm I'm willing to make those big, scary moves and invest in things that are going to move the needle for me over and over and over again. One of the ways I did that was hiring full-time executive team members at the end of last year. I had one already. I hired a second and I'm on to the third. And these were moves that, you know, maybe were in in some ways, maybe even slightly premature to have three full-time, but I knew what I was setting myself up for, the excellence. And so it's really been quite incredible to allow this to like marinate and percolate and build. And I just felt so good about it then. January 1st happens. January 1st, I wake up after a very big party. We were not supposed to have a party. We had a party and I put on a good party. So we had this incredible party. We kind of like woke up, maybe not in the type of bright eye, bushy tail that I was expecting for myself January 1st, but nonetheless, it was out of like, we just had a great time. It was fun. And by the end of the day, I had a third attack in my health and I'm not going to go into that on this podcast, but it was excruciating pain to the point that it made me violently ill. And because it was the third time it had happened over, I'd say max two week span, it was probably closer to like a 10 day span. I knew something was wrong and I took myself to emerge and I was admitted. I was like, wow, first day first day of the year, first day of the week, first day of the month. And I'm sitting here in a merge wondering about my health. Like this was not the vibe. Okay. This was not what we were going for. And I felt a little deflated in the moment. I just felt a little like, really, I was looking for excellence in my wellness. And here I am in the hospital. Like that's, that wasn't a part of the plan. As I'm in the hospital, I receive an email from somebody who was not in integrity. Now, I say that with love because I know where it was coming from, but they were projecting their own fears onto me. And I I had to respond to that and respond while I'm laying in a hospital bed, by the way. And I was like, huh, this doesn't feel like excellence in business. This isn't the type of conversation I was looking forward to. And so that really like, again, just like took more air out of the balloon. Well, then friends, I was met with a second one of those emails, same thing, different person and thought, okay, what is going on here? Like what, what is the point of all this? What am I to learn? And, and this is like, we're in at this point, the end of the second day of the new year. And all of this has happened within 48 hours. Like, oh my word, if this is 
a depiction of what I have to look forward to in 2024. Like, ah, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm hibernating. You know, those feelings came up. I started to worry. Then we had three clients that we released from the agency. And I could feel even within my team and my organization that they were starting to feel like this wasn't what we set up for like what's going on and it was like this dark cloud over the business over my health it felt like over my entire existence because really if you think about who I am I work from home so my home is my family my home is my relationships my home is my wellness my home is also where I host my business so it just felt like there was this dark cloud over top of of me and my existence and it didn't feel good And I really started to wonder how this was all going to transform into excellence. And I was nervous and I had a moment of contemplation and I had to ask myself, well, if I'm going to emulate excellence, if I'm going to declare this for myself, this is what I'm calling into my new year. I believe it has to start now, despite the circumstance. I believe I'm being called to practice excellence in the hard right now out of the gates so that I can be entrusted with more throughout this year. And I chose that mindset. I chose that path. I chose that type of leadership. And so it started with little micro decisions of excellence. Would it be of excellence for me right now to have a lemon water because I haven't had a water over the last hour and I need to flush my system? Yes. Would I be in excellence to respond to this email rather than from emotion, from a point of mentorship and leadership and reflect back to them some things that I'm identifying? Yes. The second email, would it make sense for me to jump on a call with this person and talk this out face to face to really get to the bottom of what's going on rather than allow this projection to pierce my spirit and make me feel deflated? Would that be of excellence? Yes. Would it be of excellence for me to get on a Voxer with my team and say, hey, this is all happening for us. I believe this is all working in our favor. Let's pull our socks up. Let's see what is available to us and make sure their spirits were clean, pure, and looking forward. Yes. Would it be of excellence to release these three clients from the agency with so much love and gratitude and grace and just excitement for their next chapter and, and realizing that it nothing went wrong? Instead, everything went right. They graduated. Yes. And so I led these things through that lens from that place. And here's what happened by the end of the third day. So the third day was when I made these choices and I I communicated back and I was back at home at this point, still not feeling well, but ready to really own the intention of my year. On the fourth day, my health completely dramatically took a turn of events. I started to feel vibrant. I started to feel good because I was nourishing myself. Every decision I made of what went on in my body, what I was doing for my body was led from excellence. And guess what? My body responded and said, thank you. I was getting sleep. I was going to bed early. I wasn't staying up and watching TV. I was fueling my body with so much goodness. It was amazing. And thank you to my wonderful husband who was making the best homemade soups imaginable. And so So I was just feeling like this turn of events by the afternoon, the first email, that first client came back and said, oh my goodness, I, I projected, I came to you at a point when I was maneuvering through a difficult conversation at home and rather than come to you with 
the asking or the questions or the curiosity, I, I just basically flung it at you and I need to take responsibility. I retract that and let's move forward and I'm excited. And so this total turn of events of that first email, second email, got on a call, actually realizing that none of what was said was actually in fact truth. We got to the truth. I was able to lead her, guide her and hold her to a higher standard for herself. I did it with so much love that I have multiple messages from her saying, not only am I so happy that you are my mentor, but I have never been so sure of someone and someone's advice and leadership in my entire life. I mean, whoa. And the three releases from the agency were filled by the fifth day with brand new aligned clients that are ready for the excellence and the standard that we have raised. See friends, sometimes when we set intention, we have to remember that not everything all at once will rise to that occasion. So if you've chosen a word, which AKA is an intention, you've got to be aware that the fact that your leadership or the people around you or your clients or your business or your team or your health, whatever that may be, it doesn't automatically rise to the occasion of that intention. You have to remember it's here. Like you can't see my hands, but it's, it's like 2023 version. And you're now saying, I want to be 2024 version. Well, there's a level of up leveling that has to happen. And that was my realization through all of this. I'm not kidding. I went to my team on day six and said, I literally feel like it's January 31st. The first five days of this year held so much, so many ups and downs, dualities, polarities. But what I'm really, really proud of is each and every one of us navigated that and we navigated it with our hearts open. We didn't close ourselves off. We navigated it with a spirit of giving and gratitude and empowerment. We led this with excellence and pristine leadership. And I am so proud of us because we can now be entrusted with more. We have set ourselves up for what we know is going to happen in 2024 because we navigated those first five days the way we did. But whoa, those first five days weren't what was going to be like what we anticipated, nor would I love that to happen over again. But I cannot expect excellence without being given the opportunity and the circumstance to practice excellence, how am I going to build that standard if I have no opportunity to build the standard or to practice what it takes to get to that level? Of course, it's not just like, oh, my word this year is wealth. And you wake up January 1st and all of a sudden money is flowing in your bank account and you are this wealthy woman traveling the world, no debts, nothing to worry about. You never have a soft month in your business. You never have an unexpected expense. You never have something break down. You just, it's just abundant. I mean, we know better than this. And I had to be reminded, I had to be reminded at the beginning of this year that my intention doesn't mean everything rises to that occasion all at once, nor will it. And I have to be patient with the process of each of these things rising to the occasion, meaning, okay, I I can take responsibility for my leadership. I'm going to really hone in on that. And that'll probably be one of the first things, if not the first thing to rise to the occasion. Of course, I have to lead this for my life, for my business, for the people, for the relationships, for everything, for my health. But then guess what's going to happen? That magnetizes, it pulls everything up. Everything else starts to rise. The cream always rises to the top. And so I'm really looking forward to that. 
But the other piece to this puzzle that I cannot leave you without saying is sometimes the sediment falls to the bottom. And so what I've realized and what I have to acknowledge is when I say excellence, it could mean, and I'm putting it out there because I know this could be true. It could mean that some people in my life may not graduate to that next level of excellence. It may mean some of my clients who were with the version of Jen in 2023 may not be attracted to the Jen of 2024 who's in her excellence. That might make them uncomfortable. That's okay. It may mean some people that were in my organization, whether contractors or team members, it may mean when I raise the bar and expect more excellence, they may say, I'm not willing to raise my bar and be in excellence. And that might mean we part ways. So I have to know that as much as I expect things to rise to the occasion, there are going to be some things that fall down to the bottom like sediment. And again, I have to be at peace with that to know that it is all for me. And I felt like those first five days, Lord have mercy. That was like, it was like in real time expedited happening in this exaggerated way, but it really did prepare me for what I know is ahead. So there we are. (laughs) You know, as I, I walk through this day in excellence, I can already see the areas where I slipped. And I can also see the areas where I stepped forward. And it's never to me ever been about perfection, always been about progression. Becoming iconic when I, I birthed this brand, you know, I'll tell you quickly, the word iconic kept dropping in and dropping in and I really didn't feel connected to it. I was like, whoa, um, that's a really audacious, bold thing to say. Iconic, like who am I? I'm not iconic. There's way more iconic people than me. I mean, I was really trying to deflect it, but it would not go away. Like it was, it just dropped and dropped and dropped in. And then I had to think of, you know, who am I if I'm going to attach myself to the word iconic how how would I feel connected to that word and I remembered that my prayer each and every morning and it hasn't changed for years and years and years is like God can you support me show me give me the ways to be better today than I was yesterday in every way and I don't always do every way well in terms of betterment But I at least know with that prayer, my eyes and spirit and mind are open to the ways I could. It gives me the opportunity to acknowledge the ways I am. It also allows me to see the the places, the spaces where I am not. And so again, it allows me to wake up the next day and say, okay, that wasn't great yesterday. So how can I improve that? So this is just such a beautiful way of becoming. And when I married becoming to iconic, it was this seatbelt like click, click moment for me where I, I buckled in and I thought that's exactly what it is because iconic is the greatest, most profound, glorious, generous version of yourself. That's iconic. And the becoming of that version is the best part. And so here we are becoming iconic in excellence in 2024. Thanks for hearing me out. Thanks for sitting with me through this journal entry. And I hope that you were able to capture some important points for you or have some revelations for yourself. And I do hope that you set yourself a word, AKA intention for this year, because that is really, really important for you and for your momentum forward. Now let's go make it a great week. 
Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day. 